I want you to think back for a minute to the fanciest dinner you've ever had. Picture it right now. The food, the setting, all of it. Picture the fanciest dinner you have ever had. Now imagine that same dinner, same food, same scene, same setting, but served on paper plates and with plastic silverware. That really would not make sense. It's almost an oxymoron. Fancy dinner served on paper plates and plasticware. And it wouldn't be fitting. It wouldn't be fitting for such a dignified meal to be served on paper plates. It just wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be fitting for the setting. It wouldn't be fitting for the dignity of the food that was served. Today's feast, brothers and sisters, is all about fittingness. How fitting it is that Mary be conceived without sin to bring forth Christ into the world. So we celebrate today that God has allowed Mary to be conceived from the moment of her conception without original sin. Now, why would God give such a, such a profound gift to Mary? Well, it truly is fitting for her to be without sin. If the Son of God was brought into the world, then it would make sense, it would be fitting that the Mother of God would be set apart. A special consecration, if you will, a special setting apart and special graces that she might have if she was to be the one to bring the Son of God into the world. And it's because of this that the angel Gabriel greets her by saying, Hail Mary, full of grace. Mary was truly full of grace. She had the fullness of sanctifying grace that all of us receive at our baptism. But you notice the scripture does not say that she was without sin from the moment of her conceptions, and many Protestants love to point that out. So how do we get this feast that we have today? How do we get to this dogma that we celebrate? We get a little glimpse of it in the first reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 315. This is one of the most important passages in all of scripture. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will strike at your heel while you will strike at his head. And in an immediate sense, this is a promise to Eve that her offspring would struggle with sin, that Eve and her offspring and all of us human beings would struggle against sin, would fight Satan. But on a much deeper level, this passage is the very first promise of a Messiah. Because, think about it, enmity between you and the woman, the you is referring to Satan. There is some woman that, that, that God is saying in here who will be completely at odds, diametrically opposed to Satan. She and her offspring would be completely, 100% opposed at enmity with Satan. And that person we know to be Mary. Mary, as completely without sin from the moment of her conception, was truly more at enmity with Satan than anyone who has ever lived save her son. This enmity, if you will, shows us that Mary would be completely free from all sin her entire life from the very, very beginning. God is telling Adam and Eve that there will be someone, almost a complete opposite of Satan, and that we know to be Mary. So let's go back to fittingness and maybe back to that fancy dinner, because it would truly be fitting to serve that very fancy dinner with the best china, right? The most beautiful vessels, artfully made, fancy and beautiful and very dignified for such a wonderful dinner. 
And Mary, we know, was that vessel of the Most High. It was fitting that God use her, if you will, that greatest vessel to bring forth his Son. It was fitting for God to give his greatest gift of Jesus to the world in the greatest possible way through the Immaculate Conception of Mary, that he give the world this gift on its holiest vessel, through its holiest vessel, and that being Mary. So this Immaculate Conception we, we celebrate today is really God preparing his vessel to be fully ready to bring forth Jesus when that moment comes. Jesus truly has the best person ever he could possibly claim to be his mother. He has the new Eve who undid everything that the previous Eve did by Mary's obedience and her yes to God's will. And St. Andrew of Crete very beautifully describes the Immaculate Conception this way. He says, it's as if Mary was born in Eden, just like Adam and Eve, just without sin. So this truly is a great celebration for us today, that God adorns his creatures with such amazing gifts, and that he preserves Mary from the very moment of her conception from original sin. And if you think about it, nine months from today, on September 8th of next year, we will celebrate the birthday of Mary. So again, this is a very fitting and beautiful feast for us to celebrate, how it's all part of God's marvelous plan. This plan that goes all the way back to Genesis that we heard in our first reading, that first promise of the Messiah. It goes through Genesis, continuing through Mary all the way to Jesus and even to his second coming. And the preparation of Mary, Jesus' mother, fits into that plan beautifully. And we celebrate it today. So this evening, let us thank God that he made Mary without sin. That he would allow his son to come into the world through the greatest human being to ever live. And just as Mary was made worthy to bear the Christ child, may we, through our holiness and our virtues, bring forth Christ in our words and actions too.